0: Welcome guardians. It's January 13th, 2016, and you're listening to Ghost Stories, a Destiny podcast. Uh this is going to be our 11th ghost whisper. Um and we actually are dedicating this entire pretty much the entire episode to a special guest we have with us. Um i I'm supposed to say who it is now, but I'm going to hold off for a second and we will will sneak him in here in just a second. Um I'm X-ray441, and with me from the the uh the podcast team is uh Drop Slash. How's it going? Not
1: too bad, not too bad. How
0: about yourself? Doing doing good. Uh what are you thinking about our fan chat we have going on now?
1: It was fantastic until beta got in there and started changing all the channel names.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gal, Gal helped too. It wasn't just me. Well there's Beta Chieftain right there. Hey, what's up?
2: Not much. I was I was just telling you guys earlier, I, I beat Skolas, finally, thanks to Drops. That's but, right. Nice. <laughs> that's clap. <that's, that's, laughs>
0: perfect. Perfect. And the, the slow clapper there was Handsome Dragon. How you doing? I'm doing well, doing good. Uh, I'm enjoying the fan chat, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, we've got a... Uh, we're using Slack and inviting uh, all of our listeners in to talk some lore and get to Get to know each other and and meet some new people and make some friends and it's it's turning out pretty good. We, I, I was talking to a, a couple of the guys in there and uh, and I said, well, you know, it's it's pretty much about seventy seventy to eighty percent kind of lore discussion and the rest is all just like I said, general chit chat and, and meeting people and, and finding out what is they all do. Bots. Just your bots. Hey now, right? uh, yeah, I I got <laughs> a little. I got a little crazy today but uh but I I I'm reining it in. It was it was fun. I was just just having a having a good time today with with some bots and some some commands and yeah. stuff. So there was an um,
3: intervention. Right, yeah. In <laughs> the
0: the intervention was okay, we're going to kick you out of the the chat and off the podcast if you don't stop it. So I so I I kind of stopped. Um but our special guest here with us today, and you might uh, know him from some of the the times we've mentioned uh, the IshtarCollective.net. dot uh, we've got Baxter here he uh, he's he's the site he's the guy behind the site and <laughs> if you if you use it you definitely understand what we're talking about when we say how valuable of a resource it is and and how much we appreciate the work that's gone into it. So uh so Baxter, hey, say hi.
4: Hi,
0: how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh so what have you been up to in the world of Destiny here lately?
4: Um well, uh kind of not much really playing a lot of Crucible, kind of waiting for what's going to happen next. Um kind of I'm quite excited about new Grimoire cards coming out. Hopefully that'll be pretty soon. Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's there, there's definitely a little bit of a, a lull right now. And, uh, and it's, it's kind of funny cause we've had people say, you know, it's slowed down a bit and I found your podcast and it's, it's kind of helping me through and making me want to go play, even though there's not anything to do because we can, Go and I can go and hunt for lore, and I'm like, yes, we're doing it. We're making a, we're making a yeah. dent. Um, <laughs> but uh, but Baxter's in our fan chat, and uh, when when he joined, you know, I I was I was excited and, and happy, and, and I think everybody was. And we said, you know what, this guy needs to come on our show and talk about what <laughs> he does and what he enjoys. Oh, uh, here we go. We need to run down a couple questions though before we get get going too much. Um, what is your main class?
4: Um so I started when when Destiny first uh first came out um I was obsessed playing Titan defender Titan um but ever since the Taken King uh hunter night night stalker um, nice yeah <laughs> good man I, I, I just I just love it it's fantastic. you know I mean sometimes the uh the void bow isn't the best solution to the problem but I, I just like using it using it anyway it's it's, it's so much fun it's just fantastic it, it's really absolutely
0: good. it's addictive and uh, and I think uh, cade six told us that right when we picked it up that we weren't going to put it down that's yeah, yeah. been the truth man that's it's uh he's he had it he had it right on the the head so all right what's your favorite piece of lore in the game
4: um that's a really difficult question to answer because there's so many um, I I just listened to the the Exo Stranger um whispers episode uh, last night, and um yeah, I mean everything surrounding the Exo Stranger is fascinating. You know, I can't, I really can't wait to find out more information about her, um, and also the the connections between the Exo Stranger and you know the the device. Um, I'm really I'm really fascinated by the device, and I, and I, I think. The, the the way that it's mentioned and and the way that it's built up from the, the stories about the Ishtar collective, um, into the stories about you know Maya Sundaresh and uh, then to the future War Cult, I really feel as though there's something significant there that's going to be important in the in the future of the game
0: totally agree and and you know as scoob said it in one of our first episodes when we were kind of introducing ourselves you know he's kind of the the flavor of the week type guy whatever whatever's new and whatever's out there is is what he's into and and i think that's the way we're all kind of getting well except for beta and his exos and and
2: xos and and war minds yeah yeah yeah
0: and i'm about to i'm probably going to get a mean little note here in the in the in the notes because I'm kind of deviating from the 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 <laughs> the, the notes, but I, I just that was that was kind of something we we started at the beginning was talking about our favorite classes and and uh and piece of lore so I just wanted to get that out of the way here quick. Let me, you know, I'm gonna back up a second and talk a little bit about some announcements here. Um the most recent episode, the the one that came out this week, uh from from Beta and Drop, our Exo Stranger 2 card uh, pushed us over a hundred thousand total plays that is just so awesome that is that is amazing um, I think we mentioned that we were we were on the brink of doing that in a in a couple episodes ago but we did it uh, and what it's it still is just as shocking today as it was the first day that we've got so many people listening to us so I just got to say thank you and I know I get all sappy and do this every episode, but I'm going to keep doing it because you guys, the, the, you listeners make the show and, and we can't thank you enough. Um, so it, it's
2: a great way to start 2016.
0: It, mm-hmm. it absolutely is. What a, what a way to kick it off.
2: Yeah, um,
3: and It doesn't matter how many times I see that number. I can't, it's like, I see it and I'm just like, wait, How? Wait, who? Yeah, there's a lot lot of zeros there.
2: Was it X-ray? How many times did he listen to that? Yeah, X-ray just
3: sitting on repeat while he's at work and just listening (laughs) over and over.
0: Well, luckily, luckily, we know that's not the case. It it doesn't actually track it that way because that was the first thing somebody said was, "Okay, who's who's pushing the button? (laughs) he's hitting the play button that many times?" And it's like, no, no, it tracks it by IP, and so unless you're really, really dedicated to, to changing your IPs and and. Just to to boost our numbers, then then, then uh, thank thanks, you. but I don't, yeah. But I I, I hope that's not the case. I, I'm I'm a fan of of real numbers and and stuff. So and and we're doing pretty good on Twitter. I think they mentioned it this week, but we uh, we just let me see here live numbers. Uh, we are currently sitting around six hundred and twenty two followers. So that's that's again another amazing feat. And you know what, Baxter. Is on Twitter, and uh, that's actually kind of how I started talking to him a little bit. I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" And he said, "Fine." Yeah, I said, yeah. You should join our fan <laughs> chat, and he did. So yeah, I know, my nice story, right? But <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's out there. And uh, what's your what's your Twitter
4: name? It's um. So unfortunately, Ishtar Collective is too long for a Twitter username uh, by like two letters or something. So that was that was annoying. So it's Ishtar Collective so ishtar c o l l all all one word
0: and we'll throw that in our our uh notes uh episode or show notes so you guys can find them and you can you can check out our channel we uh we retweet him as often as he tweets which isn't enough yet but he's getting yeah, it. yeah.
4: <laughs> sorry I I'll, I could... I'll, I'll, I'll try harder
0: <laughs> no you're great man it's it's awesome when i when i'm looking through through the uh all the the twitter posts from the the different people that we follow through the podcast you know, it's it's always talking about crucible and guns and and destiny updates, and then all of a sudden I see this this lore quote with a link to your site, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> that one's getting retweeted for sure. Um, but yeah. uh, but when it's I, it's so cool.
3: Yeah, when I found out that it was just Baxter doing this on his by himself, like it shocked me because you know, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure I can speak for everyone on this podcast that if it wasn't for IshtarCollective.net, like I probably wouldn't be on this podcast because my wife would have killed me by now for all the research that I would have had to do. So, um, oh man. It's, it's so, <laughs> it's such
0: a great tool. Oh gosh. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, so. Um, well, one more, one more little, little, uh, announcement. You want to do this one? Uh, since, since it was kind of your idea, so to speak, handsome dragon. Oh yeah. So, um, so kind of to say thanks
3: for the, uh, the hundred thousand listens. Um, we don't have a lot of details yet, um, and we're not going to give you a lot of details yet. But we are going to be doing a giveaway soon, and we'll probably announce kind of the details on our next episode. Of record, I believe we're going to try to record this weekend coming up. Um, but it's we we kind of know what the prize is going to be. It's awesome. Uh, we don't want to spoil it just yet, <laughs> um, but. But yeah, that's going to be coming up here. So pay, be uh, listening for that. Be looking on how you can uh, enter in the the giveaway and try. It's to pretty amazing and I'm yeah, super jealous. So <laughs> I,
1: yeah, so a way I, as a way to say thank you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the for all the Twitter followers and a hundred thousand listens. Like let's we want to kick off the new year with something really cool. So we're going to have an awesome giveaway and yeah, we'll have details. Probably on Sunday when we... Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. You want to you wanna make them more excited? Tell them what we're recording this weekend. Yeah, we're, we're getting back
1: into the Book of Sorrows, finally. We're going to even jump though, into even this
2: Just Drop an X-ray. No matter, no matter <laughs> how it's many happening. people there are, it's happening. We'll tackle yeah. those
3: 34 pages of notes. They might even be 37 by now. Who knows?
2: Well, I, I mean, we'll
0: have to have part three.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, too. Uh, <laughs> but I was thinking about this today, just sort of like our how we're gonna lay this out, you know, coming into the, the next few weeks. And what I'm really excited about is I've also been working on this huge Lunge Bungie lore document, uh, which connects all of Bungie's games back to Destiny and all the references that exist and the themes that exist uh, mm-hmm. So, I'm looking forward to getting because there's so many in the books of sorrow, and there's also so many when it comes to war minds, which is something that beta is working on. Yep. We get those two episodes started, and then we can do like a big wrap up with how all this is interconnected across a huge amount of Bungie lore. So, I'm looking forward to sort of thematically tying the next month or so together.
0: That sounds pretty awesome. I'm excited about that one. So, um, And I'm going to do one more announcement that I don't think is in the show notes. So beta's is probably just like, oh, God, what's he going to say? <laughs> but uh, something I've been kicking around that I want to try to do is um, we haven't – the past few shows we haven't done uh, listener questions because we've we've had just so much content. But we want to get back into it. But here's what I want to do is if you're a listener with a question and you have the ability to – submit one via some type of recording like audio where you ask us the question and we can play it back on the air we would love for you to send us questions that way just to so you can you can be a part of the show without having to try to link up with our crazy schedules um and and you know like i said these things kind of get thrown together last minute and if we want to do two or three questions you know it'd be tough to to probably schedule everyone at the same time but if you can Record a question, send it to us. We will play it on air, possibly, and, uh, and answer your question that way. I think it'd be a great mm-hmm. way, again, to, to really kind of inject the listeners into the podcast and get uh, and, and involve them even more. So yeah. if you want to do it, you know how to get a hold of us at destinyghoststories at gmail.com.
3: Yep, and if you don't feel you have the means to record, it isn't as hard as you may think. Um, you can, if you have an iPhone, you can do like a voice memo and you can submit it in through email that way. I'm sure Android phones have something similar as well you can do. So there are lots of options if you are if that you have a question you want to ask. You don't have to have a super serious setup recording studio to sub- submit a question to us.
0: Yep, and uh, we'll do our best to make you sound even better than you do in real life. <laughs> but we're not that skilled, so you probably won't. Um <laughs> what
1: he means is that he'll just reread your question in his voice. <laughs>
0: I don't ma- I can't make things sound that good. So um all right, I don't think we have any more announcements, so let's uh let's let's talk to our our awesome guest here. Um I don't know who wants to who's uh, what kind of questions we got? What do we Hold want to on. talk to him about? Well,
1: before Go. one more thing, before you jump into questions, I need to echo yeah, yeah. what handsome said uh about about the value that the ishtar collective has it's just i i would not be able to do the research that i do uh as quickly and effectively and as thoroughly as i do it without ishtar uh like i always have five or six tabs open with all different things as i'm tying different elements of the lore together and when x-ray first told me he said, go go check the go check the fan chat go check the fan chat and see who's in there uh and I saw that it was you, Baxter. I was like, <laughs> "I still like fanboy out a bit because that is- like that's uh, it's huge for me like the the site has been so critical and so important, and like the work that you've done is just so unbelievably awesome like I'm so happy that that you're on the show right now and that we're able to talk to you about it
0: see x-ray does stuff told you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it, being being that unique and 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 kind of great resource, what what made you what made you want to do it? Why'd you why'd you do it? Why'd you make the site?
4: Um, well, so firstly, let me just say that um, I'm kind of blushing right now because that's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, i I yeah, it, it's it's fantastic that the site is um, kind of used by people. It's it's sometimes hard to tell whether or not um what i've done is actually useful you know like like i, I kind of see people visiting the site and sometimes i see reddit posts where people have uh, made reference to it but obviously you know if you're using it for research or whatever it it's not always easy for me to tell if i've built anything that, that's helpful so so hearing hearing that it's a, a useful tool is just absolutely fantastic it's it's really really amazing to hear that um but to, to answer your question, the reason that I started building it was really just out of out of fr- frustration. Was that your question? Did I get I, confused? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, um, I was really... So um, initially when I, when I started playing the game, and I think it was um, after The Dark Below came out and um, I was kind of getting more interested in the law, and I started using the Bungie website to try and figure out, you know, all these different things... Um, I I was really interested in in Rasputin, um, I think I'd read somewhere this theory that that Rasputin was the um was the reason that the traveler had stayed, um, and so I was like, oh, that that's that's really interesting, um, let, I'll I'll try and find out more information about Rasputin, and started going through the the grimoire cards on the Bungie site, and I was frustrated because. Some of the grimoire cards I hadn't unlocked yet, which was a little annoying um, mm-hmm. and some of the grimoire cards were, were organized, and you know the the, the method of of organizing the the grimoire cards is a very you know each card is in one um i think they call it a a, a page, and um each page is in one theme, and so what that means is that you might have allies Rasputin um i think it's i can't remember how it's organized on the but you know you you might have um you might have it under one category because it's one kind of card and then another category because it's another kind of card and then you have to jump around across the site to try and follow what's going on definitely with the um <clears throat> that bec- that that became uh really obvious uh, when i started looking into uh, Jaron ward and dredge and yo Because those cards are, you know, you have the thorn cards that are under some of them are under weapons, um, some of them are under people. You know, they're they're in all these different places, and trying to figure out the order that things happened in was really difficult. Um, and what I tend to do a lot of the time, uh, so so I'm a a software engineer, and um, when I run into problems like this, I'll sometimes write a little bit of code to try and organize things Um so I, I i knew that Bungie had an api because i'd seen the different apps that people had built in the community uh, you know there's, apps, there's some absolutely amazing apps um and sites that people have built that uh definitely inspired me to to start doing something you know on a, on a similar scale um, so yeah, I went to Bungie's website, had a read about their API and um I remember I I, I hit so so there's a, a URL that when you hit you get this big um so it's it's JSON which is like a, a formatted um formatted text. So that you, you see like, you know, you'll have like um repeating patterns and each section is a a, a grimoire card. And I actually learned more from the grimoire in the few minutes of reading this massive file, <laughs> it was crazy. I, you know, I, like like the, the weeks that I'd spent reading the Bungie website. You know, w- within minutes, I'd learned so much more, and I could, you know, I was searching on about things like the, um, I don't know how you pronounce it, the the uh, Ahamkara, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it was just it was just much more straightforward looking at this very flat structure, and um, that's what really inspired the ishtar collective i kind of thought you know i've i've written this little script to search through this file this could be a website so um i just hacked something together and tried it out and um basically what i what i started doing is i just started creating a, a bunch of different categories and i think the first category that i created was um Aham, ahamkara um and I just set up a bunch of keywords. So obviously the word ahamkara, if that's mentioned, then it it belongs in that category. Um, and also if it if it has any text of the pattern oh bearer mine or oh word mine, then mm. so I would run this script and it would go through all of the grimoire cards and it would say these these are the ones that match this pattern. Um, and from there it was it was kind of Pretty straightforward to to take that and turn it into a a website. So I you know, I, I build websites, I, I work on on websites and and web applications for a living. So it kind of just made sense to go ahead and and do something like that. Um, and one of the things, one of my goals while doing that is, um, I I you know I, I think speculation is great. I think it's it's really important that the community has people who speculate about things but um one of the things that frustrates me a little bit about about the, the destiny community is how quickly misinformation gets passed around as fact um and i certainly didn't want to to contribute to that so my 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 goal with the ishtar collective was always just to present the facts to almost act like a like a researcher rather than you know somebody Coming up with with different theories, you know, and I mean, it's it's quite difficult. I don't think you can avoid speculation completely because there are so many gaps in the information that the oh, yeah. provide. Yeah. You know, just yeah. the
0: way it's written, sure.
4: Yeah, um, but I think I think it's there are some things that you can speculate about with reasonable confidence, and and that's that's kind of what I've been trying to do with uh, with the Ishtar Collective.
1: That that dedication to just the facts was so important when Scoob and I were putting together the timeline, because that was our sort yeah. of methodology there, too, was we could, we have to present the facts here. Like, if we're establishing when events happened along a certain point of time, we can't mm-hmm. really speculate all that much. And that is why uh, when you read the reference materials for the timeline, anytime we, we reference out, it always goes back to the Ishtar Collective. <laughs>
4: yeah and and I, I just want to say that destiny timeline is amazing it's fantastic and i remember i think because you posted it on reddit and i remember thinking these guys they've got the because the, I'd, I'd started working on a timeline on the ishtar collective um and you announced destinytimeline.com and i was like oh wow you, you know there's no way they're gonna there's no way they're gonna do this it's it's so difficult <laughs> and Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's just fantastic. It's such a good resource. Um, I I think yeah, Destiny timeline is, is absolutely amazing. I really love it.
0: That uh, the whole idea of of trying to present the facts is also you know for for us in the podcast is, is definitely been our goal and and what we try to set our goal for, kind of from day one. And luckily, you know, that's what that's what Scoob and Drop and Beta all brought to the table whenever you know. Handsome and I are like, oh yeah, what about this? What about that? And they're like <laughs> they reined us in, like, okay, and now I'm on the total same page. You know, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. if you're gonna spout out a theory, I wanna know what information is kind of backing that theory to make it closer to fact than it than it actually is. And so Ishtar Collective just makes it easy to to just disprove things quickly or prove things quickly, you know, and and that's it's just amazing. I I can't, you know, whenever you were talking about, you know, bungees kind of, of categorization process or or idea, you had to know where stuff was to find it. There was no mm -hmm. way to search for it. And that was the, that was the thing that was missing just all they would have needed to, to make it a little more of an effective tool would be a little bar that says search and you can look for keywords and, that's exactly what, what Ishtar does. And to go there and you search for a word, and then when you pull up those cards in relationship to that word and the words are highlighted, that alone <laughs> is awesome because it's like, oh, I, I, remember, I remember this in there. Where is it? And as soon as you... You find the card, it's like oh, it's sticking out like a sore thumb, and and it just uh oh, it's just great. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, you know, we could just we could just sit here and just praise you the for yeah. the next thirty minutes, and I wouldn't have any problem releasing this. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's funny
3: you know, like as X Ray said, we you know, I love putting theories out there, but just having you know, dropping beta there to kind of put that pressure on. Now, I think every time I have a theory, I'll come into it. It's like okay, drop beta why is this wrong? You know, why? How come this theory doesn't make sense? And I'll, I'll let them kind of tell me where the flaws are before I'll actually get some hope that there might be some truth to it.
2: I love it. It reminds me that I'm sane because there's, <laughs> there's so many times when I'll be like, no, like, I swear in the game somewhere, like, I read this, I know it's fact, but, like, I can never, ever remember where, you know, those things happened. Yeah, and And then there's uh, drop.
3: Oh, the ghost said it in this mission, right before you passed this door. And so,
2: ishtar (laughs) has been so helpful to like help just prove to myself that I'm not crazy, Mm -hmm. and that like I really am remembering these things. And so, uh, I I have a question, Baxter. So, it, it, uh, you got the security level there? We all have uh, security clearance level one. Is are there more than one security level? Yes. (laughs)
4: Yes. <laughs> oh
1: now we have to find Are out you how to the get only it. one with access? <laughs> <laughs>
4: so uh basically so um, I, I started um kind of advertising for volunteers um a couple of months ago and um I got quite a lot of emails um kind of pe- people volunteering to help. So far, uh, I've invited a couple of people, but they haven't actually it's been a bit of a so i so i've kind of i've built the ishtar collective um and it's very code oriented if you know what i mean there aren't necessarily all of the admin pages that need to exist and things like that so i'm I'm trying to get to a point where i can it's it's a it's a big project and especially as I'm adding new features, it's very difficult for one person to manage all of those things so um I am trying to find other people to help out. Um, a lot of people have volunteered and I haven't replied to everybody because I kind of, I, you know, I, I don't want to take on too many people too quickly. Um, mm-hmm. there's actually a guy who I met in the, uh, destiny ghost stories, um, chat, uh, a guy called not uh, normal Norman. Yeah. Um, he's a, a software engineer as well. So I think he, uh, I mean, I I don't know if I should announce this, but I think he might be joining the Ishtar Collective. Oh, um, so that, That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, X rays still doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: bringing people together, man. It's odd. I'll tell you what. As soon as I don't mean to interrupt, but I got to say this. As soon as you got in there, and Normal Norman and uh, a couple other guys who who kind of are are working on tools to kind of of. Check the lore and 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 really kind of dig in. Once you guys started talking, I did not. I I felt like I was I was watching this amazing (laughs) like story unfold between these people, and I I was afraid. I didn't want to type. I was not going to type. I just wanted to read. I was reading these comments back and forth. I'm like, half of this stuff you guys are saying, I have no idea what you're talking about, but it is amazing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) To better X-ray, you were you then you did immediately start typing in our admin channel. You're like, guys, guys. Look at this! Look what's happening! <laughs> like... <laughs> I,
0: yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't be the only one that was witnessing this live. It was like, it was like, here's the ticket to this awesome movie. Come watch it with me, and and it was just, it was amazing. Just to you could just literally see the wheels turning underneath all of the the chat, and it was so cool. So if you guys want to witness that yourselves, come join us. Everybody's welcome.
4: It is a. I, I, I will just say it has been. Um, a fantastic experience joining the Destiny Ghost Stories chat. Um, mainly because, as I kind of said, I'm quite a, I've am quite worked on the Ishtar Collective in isolation, really. I don't have a lot of friends who play Destiny, at least not to the same degree as I play it. And um, they're definitely not as into the lore as I am. So a lot of what I've been doing has been based on, you know, things that I've read on Reddit, conversations that I've had on, you know, the, the Destiny law um uh subreddit is is really good um but having you know real time conversations with people about law has just been absolutely fantastic and it's it's informed a lot of you know uh, for a long time i've been thinking about adding um transcript uh, transcriptions from the game so basically one of the main things that's missing from the ishtar collective is dialogue from the game and um i do think that that's uh, after after talking in the in the the destiny ghost stories chat i think that's that's prioritized uh, transcripts for me um so hopefully in the near future i'll i'll kind of make those available um but yeah so so i i have a plan to get as much dialogue from the game um uh as possible onto the ishtar collective website so that that, that will be searchable and added to different categories as well.
3: That's that fantastic.
1: Awesome. That lets mm-hmm. me free up so much brain space <laughs> because <laughs> I keep all those in my head for quick reference. <laughs> I could probably recite every strike opening and mission opening in that game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and These I'm getting so place. sick of
0: going to the tower and Drop's like sitting on the ground next to one of the vendors <laughs> just, just there. I'm like, what are you doing, buddy? He's like, oh, nothing, just chilling out. <laughs> Recording dialogue. well let's uh so i guess i know we kind of we kind of asked about your your favorite lore topic and and you know this the exo stranger is is fresh um but uh but aside from the lore um what in game do you enjoy doing the most as far as, you know, crucible or raids or strikes? I mean, what's your, what's kind of your bread and butter when you pick up the controller and you're like, I want to do this?
4: Well, it was kind of, it's been strange recently because I kind of, um, so I was, I was away recently on holiday, um, on, on vacation, I should say. It's a more uh, <laughs> acceptable international term. So yeah, I was on, I was on vacation recently. And um, when I came back, um, it was the, the Sparrow Racing and then uh, I was away again for a little while, and I came back, and it was Iron Banner. And so when those two finished, I was like, oh, wow, I don't know, what what, what do I normally do? Um, it was kind of a, a weird, you know, I, I, it, <laughs> there'd been something on for so long. Um, and generally, it's kind of, I, I think I prefer Crucible. Um, I really, since, since the game started, I've just thought that uh, Control is such a fantastic... Game mode, yes. um, I like I like a lot of the game modes, um, but but control is just it's just fantastic. Uh, some of the maps maybe aren't one hundred percent balanced, um, and I, I I do think that, uh, you know, the, the rotation seems to have been reduced. The, the the I guess Bungie have really, um, weighted the the RNG on on which which maps you're going to play since the Taken King came out. But but even despite that, I think control is is absolutely fantastic. It's a really really great game mode. But sometimes I will just kind of join a strike or something and and uh, kind of you know mess around for a bit.
0: Yeah, it was uh, you know running running iron banner is always fun because it seems like for me at least uh, the clan that we're in gets a lot more into PvP that week.
4: Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: And and so so it really makes me want to play because then I have people to play with and and you know get some get some gear and get some unique stuff uh but when they they went from control to oh what was it clash clash mm-hmm. the time before that was that was to me great just because it 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 mixed it up a little bit and I wish they would would do that a little more you know maybe put a couple two or three different game types in a rotation uh so we don't get control and they might do that you know this is i guess this is the first one after the clash Mm -hmm. week uh so maybe we'll see clash again here coming up
4: yeah that would Um, be really
0: cool but i but i do like i do like control someone said i think it might have been drop he he (laughs) he wants (laughs) what did you want you wanted uh mayhem Mayhem, Mayhem yeah. Iron Banner. That would that would be, that would, cool. that would be <laughs> uh, fun. Yeah. Um. So, kind of, kind of moving, moving this uh, train along a little bit. Um. So we know, we know you. You are are kind of migrating towards your your hunter a little bit, but what about what about races? What about are you human? Exo awoken? What's your what's your favorite one there to to represent?
4: Uh, yeah, so I mean, my my, my first, I think the Exo are fascinating. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a big Exo fan. Um, and I know you know. Um. This gets brought up a lot, but you know the, the the rewrite of the of the story and how the the introduction to the game is the the EXO introduction. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, oh, I should I should rephrase that probably. Um. I don't know how to rephrase it. <laughs> but but you know so so th- there was there was this this story in Kotaku a, a while ago I think it was Kotaku about yeah. um how Bungie had to rewrite the game because of various reasons and um the the starter story is the original exo starter story and um I know that that gets brought up on the on the on your your podcast uh, occasionally um and I think it fits the when you start the game as an exo, it all fits really well. It it kind of flows, it makes a lot of sense law wise. Um that you're starting in the cosmodrome and the cosmodrome seems to be imp- an important area for exos. Um so my first character was a, an exo defender titan. And um yeah, I think you know I I still have a, a soft spot for exos. For um my hunter is awoken. And I think the Awoken have a really interesting history. Um, I don't think, you know, I've had this conversation before on the on the, the the Slack channel, and I don't think it makes sense for an Awoken necessarily to be resurrected in the, the, the wreckage of the Cosmodrome. I feel like that's kind of... <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I wish with we that. had the,
3: the real story on that one.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, there are ways that you can kind of say... You know, oh, well, this makes sense. I suppose if this happened and this happened, maybe they were migrants, or you know, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, when you
0: have to struggle, when you have to struggle to find a reason that the the yeah. story starts out that way, it's <laughs> it's kind of kind of it's a little sad. It's it's kind of bad bad writing, yeah. but we understand that you know. I I think where you were kind of going with this earlier was you know originally I think the the what we've heard is that Bungie was going to have different kind of opening or origin stories for your guardian based on the class so yeah so if yeah. you were an EXO, you were going to start in the cosmodrome if you're awoken you would start somewhere else and and kind of do a little different opening missions um but but yeah it, it definitely i if you're into the lore and you you know what we're talking about and if you're not go back and check it out check out the the beginning and play it as a couple different classes and uh, and see uh erases and see see if you notice the difference or or how it doesn't quite fit in so so this is a
3: question i had i was thinking about kind of doing that same thing i was like you know it could be fun to kind of with the knowledge that i have now to start over and play again other than deleting a character and starting fresh is there a way to get the full like beginning cinematics if you're doing that or do you just play the replay the mission basically well
1: you can't replay that first mission when okay. you, f- you first wake up, and I mean, you could probably go watch it on YouTube, but you can't actually mm-hmm. replay it. Uh, I learned that the hard way because my grimoire is currently missing the human and awoken cards because I made three exo characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing the human card. I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> and I don't want to delete any of my characters. Now that everything has been mm-hmm. questified in the game, I don't want to have to go back and redo all those quests. Yeah. So, I'll just live with it for the moment. <laughs>
4: There could be a fourth slot in the future. Who knows? I oh, will. Um, yeah.
1: Immediately yeah. make an Awoken and delete them, and
0: then immediately make a Human and then delete them and make a nexo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, all right. So, uh, we talked about the uh, the the races. What about uh, what about our our sworn enemies? What about all these uh, these these enemy races? Uh, do you have one of those that you kind of, of prefer or like? Uh, like beating up more than, than the other. Well I um, you love to hate. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh yeah. I don't know about beating up, but I, I kind of I mean before the Taken King launched, I didn't care about the Hive. I thought the um the Hive seemed to me like just kind of a a kind of a cartoon villain. You know, that they, they, they were too evil. Uh, there was no so you you know you had the fallen who seemed like such a after House of Wolves, the fallen had this tragic backstory, um, of like fallen houses and, and you know this real this this you know a real fall from from grace, and it sounded like they'd had, their own golden age, and um through certain events, that golden age had ended a lot like ours. And they've been basically wandering the galaxy, trying to find their their lost traveler. And uh, you know that was such a, a a cool backstory that when you compared it to the Hive, who just seemed to be bad guys for no reason, um, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. So yeah, I I really didn't care about the Hive. Obviously, the the books of sorrow have changed that, and they they give the Hive a much more interesting. Uh, backstory, which I didn't. I was really surprised by that. I, I really. I think the books of sorrow took a lot of people by surprise because you know it. It was um, it was such a a human story. At, at least the the start of the books mm-hmm. of sorrow is such a a human story about hardship and, uh, you know um, these people fight for survival. Yeah, definitely. It it you know and and they the make a bargain that. They think is in their best interests, but maybe maybe it turns out that it isn't, and and that's a that's a a fantastic storyline. You know that, that there are so many stories that, that have a a, a similar a similar theme. Mm-hmm. I'm so, still
0: waiting for the uh, the chronicles of war for the cabal or, or the yeah the blowing up planets for getting in their way notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, <laughs> whatever the, theirs is gonna be.
4: The cabal are interesting because at the moment they don't. There's not really anything. They're kind of in a in a similar situation to the the hive, in that we, okay. we, we you know, at the moment we don't have any backstory for them, uh, and maybe with the next expansion or the next release, as you say, we'll, we'll have some sort of new book, um, that will explain, you know, what, how they ended up being the way that they are. At the moment, though, since we don't have that. I really don't care about the the cabal. (laughs) Yeah, who cares about the cabal besides they're in our way a lot. (laughs) No,
1: I mean, they're on the dreadnought. A lot of times, like I feel bad having to kill Mm -hmm. the cabal. Like they crash their ship onto the dreadnought. They're being constantly swarmed with like the the taken forces and the hive and they're in in alien territory, man. I just feel bad like having to take them out. I would much rather just lay waste to the hive or picking on them.
3: Yeah, but at the Definitely. same time they crash their ship into that to try to figure out how to kill us. So I mean <laughs> Yeah That's that true. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> they don't really have pure intentions though.
4: Yeah.
1: I don't find I don't find any the most annoying thing, enemy thing in the entire game to me is those two Vandal snipers in the divide. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I don't care how <laughs> yeah. tragic the backstory is for the fallen, those two <laughs> vandal snipers make me hate the fallen so much. Yeah, I've, I'm still to
3: this day, I'm dreading when we get like a hard, difficult, you know, fallen raid. Because from the beginning, like if those nightfalls back in the day when it was, you know, vandals and with the snipers and they were yellow bars, then you got those stupid arc shield captains that are teleporting yeah. everywhere and you can't kill them like those
0: were hard strikes oh those those uh those snipers and the lost to light mm-hmm. when you're going for the black spindle yeah holy cow those guys are the worst mm-hmm. yeah i always
3: you know playing vanilla it was always it's always odd to me kind of kind of go where you were with the hive and because you know in the story when you're playing vanilla the fallen kind of take the role as your the main enemy for Mm-hmm. the guardians and the tower and the city and then you get the first raid and it's vex and you're like okay yeah makes sense big atheon guy trying to control time and you know mm-hmm. all right yeah i got to take him out and then the next one comes and it's this hive god and then the next one comes it's that hive god's father and it's like okay well what about our main enemy the fallen like what are we going to do with them
1: <laughs> although i will say i do you know, when you read through, especially you read through some of the entries from the Marade and House of Wolves, I do feel a little bit bad for Skolos, because you do get a sense there that he was manipulated a bit into mm-hmm. taking that role as sort of like Kell of Kells. You know, he's mm-hmm. bounced around between the Queen and the Nine and the Prison of Elders, and he's fed one story by one people. And I get that. He has a a unique goal of sort of like trying to unite the houses either by force or by diplomacy, but it feels like he was just sort of like they let him out of his box and were like, "Hey, you're destined for great things, go do great things," and he just sort of got a head full of that uh not realizing what he was going up against
4: yeah definitely and it, and it, at the moment it's really hard to know what either the queen you know we, we don't know really why the queen gave Scholas to the nine we know that it was because you know it was almost an act of diplomacy but we don't know why that relationship between the reef and the nine exists yes and and we also don't know why the nine then decided to release skolas back to you know triggering the the house of wolves situation Mm mm-hmm
0: yeah, and that will be discussed in another episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's come a, it's on. the fun, Man, I, okay, the, Gabble, I know you're listening. <laughs> I know we called it a whisper. It wasn't my fault. I'm just <laughs> putting it out there. I thought we um, decided there were no whispers anymore. That's what I thought too. So this is episode something or other. Um oh. <laughs> so to keep the to to kind of keep moving along and I don't mean to I don't mean to t- <laughs> stop an, a, an amazing conversation, but you know what we can have that conversation again and we better have baxter back on here again because this is this is great stuff so you better uh you, you might have a have a, a regular spot on here with us if you're not careful i hope you um. like
3: waking up at six in the morning yeah <laughs> yeah there's a, so
0: yeah there's a little time difference here it's uh for me it's a little after one in the morning and it's probably pushing after 7 a.m for baxter because you are over in ireland is that right yeah
4: i live in, in Dublin.
0: Well, there you go. So, uh, and you might have noticed a little accent with them too. So, <laughs> it, it's uh, it's it's pretty awesome that he he agreed to to kind of get up. I don't know if you got up early or not, but if you did, thank you so much for doing that to be with us. Um, let's go through a couple more of these. We we kind of got on the topic of, of favorites. We did uh, we did races and enemies. What about? I think another one that people like to to talk about or. or discuss is factions. What's uh what's your your faction of choice?
4: Well this is co- this might be I don't know this is often a controversial issue. People have strong feelings about factions. Uh, <laughs> Which is why we asked <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I'm a hundred percent future war cult.
2: Ooh yeah Ooh, nice and I would think uh, well chosen
0: <laughs> I was <laughs> gonna you. say where's beta I know he's about to, to go <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean what I, what about future war war cult makes you uh choose them or, or like
4: them? So initially it was the colors. That really? was the main thing. Yeah. I just love I love purple. And it's kinda of, I know it's kind of blue, but it's kind of a purpley blue. Really. Interesting. Um, I originally
1: chose future war cult because they had all the intellect discipline gear.
4: Yeah, well that mm-hmm. that was a, a good reason too. Uh but I think the reason that I stuck with the the future war cult is, you know, I think their philosophy is really interesting. Um, the fact that they have this device that allows them—well, we don't really know what it what it allows them to see. Maybe it's visions of the future. Maybe it's possible visions of the future. Maybe it's we 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 don't really know. Um, but I think. That just kind of that sets them apart from the other factions, in my opinion. Um, I think Dead Orbit are pretty cool as well. Um,
1: yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> because of their colors.
4: Well, <laughs> hmm, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I'm Each the opposite. Their own. I, I, I it,
1: love Dead Orbit for their colors, but I love Future War Cult for their lore.
4: Okay.
3: Yeah. It's it's kind of interesting though, because I kind of I was the same drop I picked. You know, first I picked that orbit because I thought the, the armor was, you know, the best looking. It was the colors were cool and kind of what the, uh, my, my Titan was kind of the uh, Woken Bad guy. He had the like, tattoos all over his face. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this black armor is going to be sick. And But some of the armor they have now and the way they have the color schemes with those shaders, like those, those colors look pretty good together. I've been rocking my uh, Future War cult shaders a lot lately.
0: Cool. see this is this is why this this topic does become controversial is because people you know start choosing things because of stats or because of lore or because of colors and and people can get in arguments over <laughs> black and gray is better than purple <laughs> you know see, i mean it, <laughs> see, got and it, it and it's now. just amazing
3: I've got it all covered now because my titans future war cult my uh, Hunter's New Monarchy, and then my Warlock is Dead Orbit. So I got, I got all the bases.
0: And, and again, future show <laughs> factions, uh, you know, there's, there's so much there. And if you didn't know it, it there's a lot about the factions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will be getting into that well, um, now, down the road.
1: Me, like now I originally I wanted to grind to Dead Orbit, one for the shaders and two for the ships because I love like the Fermi Paradox and mm. the Vacuum Diagram are some of my favorite ships in the game. And then I ended up getting the exotic cloak and Mark from dead orbit. And now I can't change from dead orbit or I can't wear them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So we've, you know, I, we had a, we, we've talked a lot and, and we're, we are going pretty long here already, but, uh, but this is a great conversation. I'm going to, we've got a few of the other, other kind of favorites and we, we, we were kind of interested about guns and, and ships and armor and stuff like that. But I'm going to, Push past those for now, and like I said, we'll. I'm um, you, you. This won't be the last time you hear from Baxter if we can <laughs> keep him keep him entertained. Hopefully, <laughs> um. But let's uh let's kind of move down here and talk a little bit about your. I don't know your wish list. What what kind of stuff do you want or hope to get from Destiny in the uh, the coming months years?
4: That's hard to say. I don't. I don't really know. Um like I would never have asked for the Books of Sorrow but mm-hmm. once they were there, you know, they were fantastic. I like I I wouldn't I wouldn't kind of swap them for something else. So um yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see more um more about Maya Sundaresh. I find her character really interesting. Um I feel like the um you know the the dwindler's range story. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if we don't get any more on that. To be honest, uh, I. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think like definitely maybe more on Jaron Ward or Yor or Shinmalfer as individuals, but I I feel as though um, at this point that there are so many cards that explain that particular storyline. I wouldn't mind if we if we if we didn't get any more. Obviously, I wouldn't mm-hmm. complain. If there was, if there was more clarification, I guess, um, mm-hmm. yeah, there are so many things. Um, there are so many storylines that I think, uh, are just absolutely fascinating, and it's 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 really difficult to pick one. As I said earlier, I guess it would be kind of cool to have some more um, backstory on the Cabal, because I feel like at the moment they're kind of the weakest um that it's hard to identify with the cabal's struggle at the moment
0: so uh so i love how you know we said what would you want from destiny and it's lore essentially it's it's more more (laughs) lore which which i kind of expected but at the same time you talk to other people and it's like oh we need a new raid we need this we need that and and you are too here (laughs) yeah yeah but uh but yeah i mean that there you go that's that's uh that right there just kind of again shows the the dedication to the story that that is kind of embedded deep in destiny that we're trying to kind of extract so that's that's awesome uh good answer i approve um (laughs) (laughs) thank you well okay uh flip side what about what about ishtar collective where do you see that going what are you what are you wanting to uh to is there I know you mentioned uh trying to get some of the uh like NPC dialogue and and yeah. cutscene dialogue in there. Uh anything else kinda kinda on the horizon we can think about or, or kind of expect or is there we we don't meet the that security clearance? Yet.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well uh it's really hard to say. Almost all of the features of the site have been driven by things that I've read on Reddit, um emails that people have sent me. Um the the transcript feature, you know, a couple of a couple of people have have messaged me about that um, via email, and as I said on the Slack channel, that's that's what's, um, really driven me to kind of start building that out, and um, it really just depends what what happens, you know, like um, I wouldn't, I, th- there are no big plans that I have for new features, but I'm sure. Over the next few weeks or months, somebody will say something, and I think, "Oh yeah, we really should do that. That that should be the next thing that that we have on the site." Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just still humbled by the fact that people find the site useful. Um, I, I I hoped when I when I built it that some people would find it useful, but you know, I I think uh, uh, Destiny Ghost Stories is a, a fantastic podcast and it's so flattering that that you use the the site in order to 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 aid your research in 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 doing the podcast and i just want to continue um to to um continue to work on the site and make sure that it's that it's still useful for people if if there's something that i can do to make it more relevant then yeah, then th- that's what I'll work on next. And that that's was, all we can ask for. Yeah. <laughs> a little, sorry, a, a it's so not side story. Or go ahead. I just, yeah. Sorry, that's not a very specific answer. It's it's really it's really difficult to anticipate how things are going to develop in the future.
0: Yeah. No. No. I mean, I, I think it was again a great answer. I mean, because it 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 sounds like you you're taking what people kind of need and want to heart and want to kind of provide that, which is again, you know, we're, we're on the, we're on a a parallel path with you on (laughs) kind of from that front, you know, we want to, we want to try to try to make sure that what we're doing is meaningful to people and that they're going to get some type of use out of it. And, and the more people that we can, we can interact with and, and kind of, of exposed to what we're doing, you know, that helps you and you help us and, and, and it helps the listeners and, and, and fans. And so that's, that's kind of the, I think that's why I, I would hope that's why, uh, you know, you got into it the same as we did, you know, if, I know at first you mm-hmm. said it was frustration, but at this point it's like, man, now I just want, I want to do it for the people that use it. It's amazing to to know that I'm, uh, we're doing something that people find value in and it's, it's just great.
4: Yeah. I
3: had a, kind of fun little incident the other day though i was you know one of the the guys in our fan chat in pig was talking about the uh <laughs> the playstation exclusive strike one of the new ones and you know i and it kind of just like hit me i was like i've never actually read the uh the grimoire card for it so i go over to ishtar and type it in and you know for whatever reason there was some sort of bug or some for whatever reason that link wasn't working and so it's like it, i immediately went back to the chat you know typed in and tagged Baxter I was like uh, something's wrong with this, uh, this card and it's like oh well and then within, within like five minutes he figured out the problem fixed it and he's like there you go so it's like that's, so this is a, a benefit to the fan chat <laughs> right there you get first hand yeah, uh, <laughs> contact with the administrators <laughs> that's
0: that's awesome um, and so I, this, last, this last little question I'm going to read it but we're not going to answer it because it's kind of I don't know who put that in there but it says predict how year 10 of <laughs> destiny ends uh
1: <laughs> like this you turn off your xbox or ps4 and play something else
0: right right yeah. um so that or you, you know re-
1: you realize that you're now 10 years older than you were when you first started what you do with your life <laughs> right exactly
0: it's like go outside and, and look in the sun um man i you know we've we've kind of we've kind of uh run through the the few things that we had to ask and and i think we're we're pushing another good hour, ep, hour plus episode, I think. Uh, but oh my gosh, this is great. I mean, I can't, I can't say how, how great it is to, to have, have you on and, and to, to expose, expose, to, to <laughs> expose you to, to our listeners and, and, uh, and, and just kind of get you out there. I mean, it's, it's so, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. It's just well, amazing. what's going <laughs> to happen.
1: What's going to happen now is we're not going to get any more fan questions because somebody's going to think of a question and they're just going to go to the Ishar Collective and look it up themselves. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> it's it, it's it's like I said, we we've probably mentioned it in nearly every show and that alone just speaks volumes to to how much we use it Um, and and Anytime I need to know anything, that's a, that's that's the only place I go now. I don't I don't mess with the any of the wikis and I don't go, you know, I there's I don't really go to Bungie all that much. Usually I go to Bungie if I want to grab a grab a screen capture to to make one of the bots for our chat, but <laughs> but, but that's it as far as you know, I'll go to the Grimoire cards because they all got some pretty good pictures. But uh but other than that, you know, it's 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 Ishtar all the way for, for me. Um
1: Yeah. And it's really invaluable for the way that I research and the sort of like the way that my brain works when I'm putting pieces together. It's, it's 100% invaluable. Like I said, every day, four or five tabs open at a time, reading (laughs) all different things. (laughs) And the great
0: part and and something that, that if you go there and want to read through something or read through some of these connections that, that Baxter's made, you know, if you find one of the categories. You know the cards like i i i really hadn't read much about the uh the reef Wars, so I went on to to read about that and you don't have to keep looking for different cards it's just all set up so nicely where you have mm-hmm. something up and and at the bottom of the page you can just there's like a basically a little little button you click to go to the next card in the in the series that that he's linked together and you just kind of work your way through' them. and and I got disappointed though when i was when I was reading that because uh I got, I guess, to the last card, and there wasn't a button anymore to go to the next one. I'm like, no, <laughs> I need more info. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's so, it's so addictive. Once you find something that that grabs your attention, you want to find, you want to read more. And it's like I've, I've found myself trying to find where maybe he didn't have these cards linked. There's got to be more information somewhere that he forgot <laughs> to put with this group haven't found one yet but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's but I, I want i want so much more uh,
4: the, the, it's yeah. interesting that you mentioned the uh so the, the card browser at the bottom that lets you go forward and backward uh-huh. um, between in a category that was actually like like so many features were suggested um by um people on reddit and people who emailed me and that was um suggested by this guy called Ogden, who runs the destiny exotics website oh yeah um and he actually he actually you know um suggested some like designs and and stuff up and said yeah maybe if you did this it would be really cool and uh i was like oh yeah so i kind of messed about for a while and uh sent him some screenshots of different things that i did and he was like oh yeah that 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 looks pretty good so it, it's just that there's so much of the site has has really been dictated by conversations and um Suggestions that people have, you know, um Ogden was was very involved. He's probably the most involved in a feature that anybody else has has been so far. Most of the time, it's just like offhand, you know. Oh, it would be really cool if it did this, you know. Um, but yeah, that you know, there's so many great tools in the community and some really talented people building cool stuff, uh, and I think it's fantastic that. People are kind of working together to, to, to build these things. It's really cool.
1: I remember that card browser first became a feature because I was right in the middle of doing notes for Books of Sorrow Part One. And I kept having, <laughs> like, I would, you know, I would go to an instance, like a calcified fragment, read it, and then go back, then read the next one, yeah. and go back. And then the browser came out, and I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? What's this? <laughs> this is amazing. I can go right to the next one.
3: <laughs> yeah. And for, for anyone out there who maybe hasn't gone to the site yet, to give a quick explanation like if you go to the search and typed in Rasputin it would come up with a you know first like with a description of you know a sourced description at that so like I'll show a little clip or clips of a from cars kind of describing who Rasputin was and then it goes through and it lists every single grimoire card where Rasputin is mentioned and then shows every item where Rasputin is mentioned and even quest text or dialogue where Rasputin is mentioned. So it, and I mean, and what, what I liked. Sorry, I don't mean the. No, no.
0: But but when it shows those, um, it it shows kind of how strong of a, a connection it has mm-hmm. because some of the because some of the I think links or connections that that and it, correct me if I'm wrong, Baxter. But this is the way I understand it. <laughs> is is that you know there's there's kind of these little color coding, little graphy, little <laughs> indicator. Things kind of like your, (laughs) your kind of like your signal bar on your phone, essentially, and it and it kind of tells you how strong of a of a link this item has to Raspu, and it's like this one might, you know, it's some like some of them are might actually be a little speculative to some degree. Yeah. So uh,
4: yeah, I mean, they're they're not all. I, I try and keep them up to date, but because it's an it's an automated script that goes through and puts things in categories, um, by default. It gives them a, a confidence level of one out of three uh, and what I'll tend to do is when a cards added to a category I'll go through and, and update that and and there's actually one of the volunteers who started uh, about a month ago he's um started kind of going through those and verifying that a lot of them are correct so uh, He's actually, his, his laptop broke after about two days. So he hasn't, <laughs> it's kind of, I kind of feel awkward saying I'm the only person working on it because two other people have started to do some work. But unfortunately, one guy um, hasn't really been able to contribute much time because he got promoted, which is fantastic. Um, and the other guy, his laptop broke almost immediately after, after joining us. So, it's
0: probably because he was trying to do some uh, <laughs> some verification of the the yeah. Yore and and Ward saga.
4: <laughs> Computer blew up. Yeah. Um, so hopefully in the near future those guys will be be contributing more. And as I said, Norman, normal Norman just uh, joined us, so he's going to be kind of our our first other developer. So that will be cool. Um, awesome. But yeah, I try and keep all of those um, confidence levels reasonably up to date and one basically means that uh it might be that a that a character is is so so r- using Rasputin as an example there are some cards where Rasputin's mentioned but actually the the card itself doesn't really talk about Rasputin it doesn't give you any information about Rasputin mm-hmm. um and so that might give it a one or a two um uh, whereas if the card is actually definitely about Rasputin then we give it uh, a three. Um, equally, if there's a card, so there is there are some cards, so so uh, I can't remember a good example, but there are some cards where we, we might think that somebody is being talked about, but we don't know for certain. So it could be that, that the pattern of speech is very similar to Toland. And the, the subject matter is very similar to the kind of subject matter that Toland mm-hmm. would be talking about. But it, it might not say Toland anywhere in the card. Uh, and it might not make any references to, to Ariana or or Eris or anybody else from the, the, the first Crota fire team. In which case, you know, I would feel uncomfortable saying this is definitely about Toland. So what I'll generally do is add that card to the Toland category would give it a confidence level of like one or two or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing! I'm actually just <laughs> learning this right now, so this is awesome. I'm would... I, I, um, I'm I'm almost as speechless now as I was when you when you first started talking with us in the chat. I mean it's it's uh, so cool. Okay.
3: Yeah. Well, for for I what saw it's worth, those on there but when the, uh, when the that Toland
1: indexing page became available. I was like, really? I went and I read through every single one just to make sure. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a, I, I had, so the, 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 the there's a category, uh, yeah, was that the Messages from Toland that you were talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. That's probably the most speculative category on the Ishtar Collective. And um, I created the category... And then I didn't publish it for, like, a few days because I was like, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if this is, this is right, you know. Um, it's really difficult. So, I mean, I, I, from the first card, uh, Ghost Fragment, The Hellmouth, um, mm. it seems quite obvious that that one is Toland. Yeah. Um, the other ones all seem to follow on, which makes me think that they, they, they probably are messages from Toland. But I still, I was still really hesitant and I was like, should I do this or not? Um, but in the end, I, I kind of said, oh, let's go for it. Uh, and I haven't had any complaints about that yet. So yeah, they're
1: all, I, would, I agree with all of them. They're all cool to me, to me, to me, I'm like, <laughs> this is all in the language that Tolan speaks. Like, this is how he talks. This is sort of thematically in tune with the messages he'd be delivering. This, you know, lines up <laughs> with what we know about him. So. I was really happy. Yeah, drop.
0: Drop is equally as much of a fan as he is a critic. I think, (laughs) but he hasn't been able to criticize, so uh, that says a lot.
4: Cool. Well, if you find anything that you think is incorrect, please let me know. I'm always, you know, um, I'm very happy to to hear uh, criticism and to you know to have a conversation about whether or not something. You know, it's very possible that. there's something that I've missed, or there's something that I've added that I shouldn't have added. Um, so yeah, just just let me know.
0: Well, what's the what's the best way to get a hold of you? What's the what's your kind of preferred method? Is there I mean, um, what's your email address or Twitter yeah? So now? so there's
4: um, you can email. Uh, let me just double check this. You can email uh, errors at ishtarcollective.net, um, or you can email archivist at ishtarcollective.net. to both work. So really like. I have two separate emails. One is the archivists mainly for factual errors and errors at ishtarnet is mainly for, for site errors, but um either's fine to be honest. Or on Twitter. Um IshtarCall is my Twitter handle. Um either of those are fine.
0: And all of these are or can we find these on uh on Ishtarcollective.net?
4: Yeah, if you go to ishtarcollective.net dot net and then you click on the link at the top for FAQ, um the email addresses are at the bottom of that page. Uh the Twitter address isn't, but I will I'll add that. Um so yeah. Oh awesome.
0: That's uh Great, so now we know how to know how to spam you and, and I mean uh, get a hold of you if we need to. Uh, <laughs> well, I like I said, I think uh I think Gabble is probably not able to sleep right now because he he knows we're still recording probably. <laughs> um so we're gonna I think we need to to start wrapping this one up. Um man, I, I just I've I've said it the whole episode, but thanks so much for joining us and for, for putting that website together and getting it out there for people. And it's such an amazing tool. We love it. Hopefully everyone else who, who uses it feels the same. We do the same way we do. Um,
4: Well, well, I just want to say thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. That's been, it's been a a great experience. Um, And thank you so much for, you know, I'm, I'm just blown away by, um, by how much you guys like the site. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks very much. It's it's been great.
0: Well, we uh, we definitely try to support everything that 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 helps us out, and and that's exactly what you do. You're helping us every every day with what we're trying to trying to build here and, and create, and uh, and so you're 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 part of the you're part of the Ghost Stories family now, whether you like it or not. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, all right. Uh I think uh I think that about does it for this one. Thanks everyone for joining us and uh we will see you next time. Have good a good night.
1: night. Yeah. Yep. See you. Next time is going to be a big episode.
0: Yep. <laughs>
3: Bring your pillows and sleeping bags. <laughs> <laughs> or just a cup of coffee. <laughs>
0: All right, thanks everyone and thanks Baxter.
1: Thanks. Awesome. Good night everyone.